Hey, it's Pastor Ted Fabianic here from Faith Love Church in Melbourne, Australia. Welcome to our podcast. We pray that when you listen to this, you'll be inspired and blessed to reach the best things that God has for you. Good morning, Faith Love Church. We want to thank you for tuning in and for all those overseas that are tuning in and nationally, internationally. Uh, today, uh, God wants to speak to you directly. You, you know, there's a certain frustration that happens in a believer's life. And the frustration is, is that we know we're fighting something, but we don't know what we're fighting. And, and I, I believe one of the keys that Satan is using against us is that we're fighting the wrong battles, we're, uh, we're going all over the place just to find some breakthrough in our lives. And it was just one morning as I was just praying for our church, praying for our leaders, praying uh, for our ministries overseas and the people that we support overseas. And, and, and God's just, I just started to have a burden and, and just for, for people and uh, for our church. And I felt the Holy Spirit just drop this phrase into me, is remove the spirit of isolation. Now, I'm just going, I've never preached on isolation before. So it was just just whole thing of isolation. And then God just dropped these things into me. He says, uh, remove the spirit of isolation. You know, uh, there's a spirit that wants to isolate you from depending on God's strength. There's a spirit of isolation that wants to isolate you from using your God-given faith. And there's a spirit of isolation that wants to isolate you from God thinking, God creating, God speaking. So all of a sudden, I'm, I'm looking at this, and God says there's a spirit against you. There's a spirit that has been hounding you, and it's the spirit that wants to isolate you. And the word isolate so is an incredible word. That means To isolate means to separate, to keep apart, to set apart, and it also comes in to this word called quarantine. Now, as if, you, if you've lived in Victoria, we are over 200 days that we have been kept in quarantine. And, and, and so we're set apart from people. And when I started looking at this, is, and God said to me, the problem of isolation is not that you're just isolated from people, is that there is a spirit of isolation. And it's been after you from the day you were born. It's to separate you, to set you apart, is to quarantine you. So when you understand this, you know what you are fighting. And when you know what you are fighting, you know to look for the signs. You know what to look for in what you're saying, what you're watching, what you're reading. So when we start to talk about the spirit of isolation, and I'm praying and God's starting to drop things into me. And the, the scripture that came alive when understanding that I'm fighting a spirit now, we need to totally and utterly submerge ourselves in this. Is our, the Bible tells us, Paul says, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We're not wrestling against our institutions. We're not wrestling against governments. We're, not, we're wrestling against principalities. And one of the principalities that we are fighting is this spirit of isolation. And the scripture that God dropped into my heart, it's in Luke 22. 
This is just about, you, you, you have, this is, Luke 22 is an amazing, amazing passage of Scripture because God teaches them the principle of covenant through the power of what we call communion. It's the new covenant, covenant of better promises. So what you have is that you've got chapter 22, you've got God downloads upon his disciples, the power of covenant. And he says, take it, this is my body. This is my flesh. This is my blood. And he says, I want you to consume all of it because you're not going to win unless you do. So he starts to move into that. So within the ringing in his ears, the ringing in the disciples' hearts was, wow, we are in covenant with God. We are in relationship with God. We just didn't receive a part of God. We received the full measure of God. And then in verse 31, it says this, and I'm going to read it to you out of the Amplified Version. The classical version is this. And it says, Simon, Simon, which is, which is the name for Peter, listen. Satan has asked exclusively, exclusively that all of you be given to him out of the power and the keeping of God that he might sift all of you like grain. But I have especially prayed for you, Peter, that your own faith may not fail. And when you, and when you yourselves have returned again, strengthen and establish the brethren. I just want to just put this into you, that our primary job, you, as when you're listening to me, you are there to strengthen and establish people. So the key that God is putting in there, and he's saying this, Satan has desired you. He's actually asked you by name, Peter. But at the end, what you're going to go through, you are going to learn how to strengthen people. You are going to learn how to establish believers. So, and then what's unusual to me was this, that he absolutely, means Jesus is here by the power of the Holy Spirit, he picks on Peter. Now, He's got other people around him, but yet he, he says, Satan has asked to do this to all of you. So it wasn't just that, as some of us have been taught, is that Satan was just going, all I want is Peter, leave the rest behind. He says, he has asked for all of you, and especially for Peter. And he says, and God says this, Peter, you're going to go through something, but you need to have this Anchored into your soul, into your thinking. I have prayed for you. Right now, you need to put this right in the thing. Whatever you are going through, before you started to go through it, Jesus has prayed for you. You never enter any season, any moment, of any kind of a spiritual battle without the prayer covering of Jesus. Jesus never lets you go into battle without prayer. God never lets you go into a battle without his anointing. So what he's telling Peter, and he's telling you and I today, whatever you are facing this Sunday morning, is that Jesus has already prayed for you. And when Jesus prays, it always gets answered. Can you just imagine people are running all around the globe to find somebody to pray for them, but yet you and I are living in a time where Jesus has prayed for us. And then he says this, because I have prayed for you, 
You are going to strengthen. You are going to establish. You are going to help people move from one sphere into another sphere. And then let's look at it again. And he says that your faith. So what does Satan want? Satan is after Peter's faith. He goes, what's going to be tested with you, Peter? It's not just that you're a disciple. It's because you are a man of faith. What we really need to understand and get into this, God is talking to Peter at this very moment, and Peter has been living on the faith of Jesus for over three and a half years. So when, when we're talking about this, he's saying, Jesus is going this, Peter, you have lived by faith for three and a half years. You have seen the miraculous. You have seen water into wine. You have seen feeding of the 5,000. You have seen when, you, when I sent you fishing that you caught a gold coin. You have seen the blind eyes open. You have seen provision. You have seen peace. You have seen people under such demonic attack that you had to be chained up to now a disciple of him. So here he is. Jesus is talking to a man that has been for three and a half years living walking, talking by the faith of Jesus. So he's coming up in there and he's going, what we're going what's happening, Peter? There's a spirit that's coming to you and it wants to separate you. When you have a look at the scripture, it says here, uh, to sift all of you like grain. And what's interesting about grain, Jesus is putting us here a picture. And what you have you have a grain, and grain has a husk over it which protects the seed which we get our flour from. So there is a certain protection that is keeping that seed pure, that's keeping that seed fresh. And the picture that he's alluding to is this, is that something has to be broken so that you can get into where the seed is. So there is a protection what he's telling Peter, Peter, you are protected. Peter, there is a hard covering over your life that is protecting you, that is protecting your family, that is protecting your business, that is protecting your health, that's protecting everything about you. And Satan wants to get to that, but he can't get to that, but he first has to remove the outer shell. So there's... So, Part of that, we can take some courage from it, is that we're protected. We can take our courage from that. And the Bible says this, is that Peter, what Satan wants is to remove, to separate you from the covering. He wants to separate you from that that is protecting you. Because I can't get to you because there is like this force field around you. There is this anointing around you. I can't touch you. I can't discourage you. I, I can't do it. But if I can break through, if I can find a slither of a gap that I can sneak my way through, I can get to that what I want. So what he was saying to Peter, Peter, Satan is after your faith. But I have prayed for you. 
So to understand Peter, why was he picking on Peter? I believe that Peter, he was going to go and God picked his weakness. God said, Peter, there's a weakness in you. There's a weakness in you. And that is what's going to be honed into. So I'm telling you, Peter, I'm picking you out deliberately because you need some encouragement right now. Peter, right now, for you to go through what you're going through, I am going to encourage you. I'm going to encourage you. Understand something. Encouragement has a purpose. So every day when you read the Word, it is encouraging you. So he says, Peter, you're going to go through this. Satan has especially asked for all of you, and what is going to, he wants to sift you like we. He wants to separate you. He wants to isolate you from your protection. He wants to isolate you from the word. He wants to isolate you because when he isolates you, he can touch you. When he isolates you, he can remove from you. When he isolates you, he can deceive you. So Peter, get this that I have prayed for you, I have done it, and I am also prophetically declaring that you are going to have an outcome. I'm here to declare to you, whatever you may be going through today, that you're going to come out of it. You're going to come out of it. You might be listening to me in your hospital bed. You're going to come out of it. You might be thinking, how am I going to pay my bills? You're going to get out of it. Because the beauty of it is the Word of God always goes ahead of us, gives us a great report, gives us a foundation, and it says, you are going to make it. So when we start to see this, he says, he practically picks on Peter. And the reason he does that is because there's a lot of teaching that goes around Peter's life that's just for you and me. So he says, Peter, Satan is after this. He is after your faith in me. So the first declaration that you need to be making over your life, if Satan is coming after me, then I must have something. If, if I've got all this pressure, I've got all these problems, I'm not just having it because I'm a good kid, but I'm having it because there's a faith inside of me. We need to rise up, in this, especially in the time that we are in right now, is to rise up and declare every morning, I am a man, I am a woman of faith. I am a believer, I am not a doubter. I am not down, I am up. I am not the tail, I am the head. We need to start to declare what God has already declared over us. Now, watch this. To understand the separation, and especially talking to Peter, let's look at Luke chapter 5, verse 5, and also again, reading it out of the Amplified Version. And it says this, and so, and P, so Jesus has been preaching. Simon and, and all of his uh, crew have gone fishing, they've caught nothing. Now, understand Luke chapter 5. This is before Peter became an apostle. This is before he became the disciple as we know it. So this is pre where God speaks to him. So what we have right now, we're talking Peter, he yet to become a disciple. So we're not talking somebody that Jesus has prayed over and says, Peter, I'm praying for you. You're going to be a man of faith. 
We're talking about that Peter was a part of the crowd. He loved Jesus' preaching. He borrowed his boat, and he says this. So we under, put yourself in this position. Some of us feel the way that Satan sometimes separates us is this. But he goes, that's just for the apostles. Oh, that's just for special people. Oh, that's just for so-and-so ministry. And the way he separates us from the faith of God, from that word of God, from thinking like God, praying like God, is to make us, well, that's not for you. That's for those people in special ministry. In Luke 5, we see something. We see before he was a disciple, and Peter, now watch this. This is in um, five verse five, Luke 5, verse 5. And Simon Peter answered, Master, we toiled all night exhaustingly and caught nothing in our nets. But on the ground of your word, I will lower the nets again. I want you to watch this. Peter is telling us through this scripture his lifestyle. So in this scripture, we're just about to find out that Peter is going to walk with us. He's going to walk through and says, this is how I live my life. This is the way I do life. If you want to know why I am where I am, this is how I do it. He uses this amazing word. And Peter answered, Master, we toiled. We toiled. The word there, toiled, means to work extremely hard, or to move slowly with difficulty. It means to be exerting physical labor to make progress. To exert physical labor to, uh, to get progress. So the word there, toil, Peter is saying, hey, I have worked extremely hard. I've done it with difficulty. I have, this is my life. Do you realize there is no anointing in the scripture for toiling, to toil, to work hard? There isn't a scripture that says, I've got the anointing so that I can work hard. I've got the anointing that I can do this. There is no toil anointing. There is only a faith anointing. There is only the grace anointing. There's only the favor anointing. There's only the salvation anointing. So Peter is saying, the way I live, the way I produce my living, the way that I pay for my bills, the way that I look after my wife and family, the way that I interact with people. Do you realize that Peter you can say we're all in the same boat, and that's literally what it is. He was in a boat where everybody worked hard, everybody was ex exhausted, everybody gave it their lot. At the end of the day, they were physically spent. So Peter is in a group of people that are all encouraging themselves in toiling. Come on, you can work harder. Come on, press a little bit more. Come on, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. So there was something, there's a toiling a whole cheerleading squad that says, come on, run faster, work harder, pray harder. All of these things is toiling. And Peter is now going to be transferred from a toiling anointing to a faith resting anointing. So when you start to see, God, Satan says, I am after something, and he is what Satan was after. He says, Peter, 
You were, you, there was an isolation that happened to you. You were set apart. You were at one stage, your anointing was, I gather fish, I do whatever I do by my own strength. Jesus refers to this in so many scriptures, like he says, come unto me, those that are weary and tired, that are exhausted from labor, and I will give you rest. So Peter is acquainted with, feels comfortable with. He realized, well, that's my lot in life. This is how you do life. This is how you survive in my environment. It is by working hard. It is by toiling. It is, it is, it is by me giving out strength. It is by me, 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 me. And, but listen to this. Here's the huge separation in Peter's life. And he says this, Simon Peter answered, We toiled all night exhaustingly and caught nothing in our nets. But on the ground of your word, I will lower the nets again. Wow. Now watch this. This is, this is where you walk out from the curse into a blessing. From a curse into a blessing. You know what's really interesting? Is when you look at Genesis... And, and when Adam falls, you'll find this in Genesis 3, verses 17 to 19. And God tells us, because you've, you have now been separated, your sin has separated you from the anointing that I have given you. From now on, you will live by hardship, you will live by sweat, and the earth will fight your, you to produce. Just watch this. This is, the, this is the key phrases that you will find in Genesis 3. In, in the first one is, you will now live by hardship. You are going to live, and it's going to be hard. You are going to live by sweat. Now, watch this. Isn't it amazing that that word sweat, we've dealt with it before in our previous teachings. It was this, that the, one of the things that a high priest was not allowed that it, was, it, it was totally out of bounds for him. He was never allowed to sweat in the presence of God. So one of the, uh, one of the uh, things that was placed upon the high priest is when you are ministering to God, you, there, shall no, there shall be no perspiration. So what was happening, God says, in my presence, sweat, is not permitted. Hard work in my presence does not honor me. The sweat of your brow. See, sweat comes out whether it's a temperature thing, whether it's really hot, or by your working out. Uh, uh, you know, when you're playing sport and you, by the time, you know, an hour and a half, two hours goes, you are saturated in perspiration. Because your body was working. And God says this, right? You, there will be hard, the curse is the hardship. There's no, you're going to sweat. And watch this. After the fall, the earth produced thorns and thistles. And it was this. It's because of the curse, the earth fights you to produce. So when you realize what the curse means, when you realize what we are fighting, is that when sin came in, it separated you, it isolated you, it set you apart 
from the faith life, from the word life. So now you, everything is fighting you. Do you ever, ever feel like that the whole world is against you? Have you ever just kind of going thinking, man, doesn't matter what I do, you know, the harder I push. You know, you, know, you, you hear these terms like this, you know, one step forward, two steps back. You know, two steps forward, one, two, three, four steps back. And people going like this, see what you're fighting, you're fighting the curse. You're fighting everything for you to move forward is being fought under. It's fighting you. So in Genesis 3, God says this, the curse is that you are going to have to live by self-effort. Next time when you want to plant the ground, the earth will fight you. You want to remove minerals out of the ground, it's going to fight you. You want to remove iron ore out of the ground, it's going to fight you. You want diamond and emeralds, it's going to fight you. So you go to this place of constantly fighting to get somewhere. And so we have Peter, he says, we have toiled. We've been doing Genesis 3, 17 and 19. This is what he's saying. Here's the revelation for you today. Here's Peter. He says, Jesus, I understand the curse because I am every single day the fish fight me. Every single day, the ocean fights me, the wind fights me, you know, the climate fights me, you know, the, everything is fighting for me. It, it is hard to make a living. It is hard to feed my family. It is hard to give all of these things. So he is understanding, He's, he is coming up by the, and you can start to see the uh, amazing part of the scripture is it go, Peter goes, I go to Genesis and this is how I live. But then something happens. This is where it's going to happen for you today. This is going to happen in your business, in your family, in your relationship, in your finance, in your body, in your investments, whatever it is, something is about to happen. You better be ready. You need to get ready today. You need to get ready today that something is going to change. But he says this, but on the ground of your word, God says this, the way you break the curse of isolation that has isolated you from a faith rest, from a favor rest, from I am loved and accepted by God grace, is this. He goes, but at your word. God says this, Peter, Right now, you have a choice. I am now introducing to you to walk by faith. I am introducing to you the power of my word. I am introducing to you that I am the way, I am the life, I am the truth, I am the breakthrough, I am the healing, I am everything you need. Peter, your extremely hard work, you're moving slowly with difficulty because all the weight's upon you. I'm about to break it. And the way I'm going to break it is for you to accept my word and obey it. The Bible says, Romans 10, 17, an amazing, awesome, beautiful scripture. And it says this, faith cometh by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. So here's Peter God's telling him to do something that he has been taught to do all 
of his life. He's lived in isolation. See, the, the, the problem with isolation, when you are isolated from God, you are not tapping into the resources that God has already designed for you. So we come up with crazy sayings. We come up with amazing motivation. Motivation is good, but it's not spiritual sometimes. Motivation is good, but if it doesn't come from the Word of God, it has a use by day. So the problem with some motivation is that you've got to keep pushing it. It depends upon your energy, not the Word that was given to you by motivation. Because God's Word in it has an inherent energy to produce what, when it is received. So here's Peter, and he says, On the ground of your word, I will lower the nets again. And the Bible says, as the word of God tells us, as he put down the nets, the fish were drawn to the net. Instead of, watch this carefully, instead of the, him going to catch fish, the fish were coming and finding him. Because at your word, because when he obeyed the word, everything is under the subjection of the word. So when God says, lower your net, all the fish under the command of the Holy Spirit says, my name is destined to be on Peter's plate. So all of a sudden, the boat actually became to sink. They were just absolutely amazed. Because they was because Peter grew up in isolation from faith. All he knew was hard work. Jesus comes into his world and he says, Peter, from now on, from now on, you are not going to live by the, your own wits. You're not going to try to make a living. You're not going to try to carve out a living in a hard place. He's going to Peter. Peter, I am going to teach you so, so Peter steps out on God's word and he starts to live in faith. Just watch this how carefully. After this event, after Peter gets introduced to a faith walk instead of a hard walk, he gets introduced into the Jesus walk instead of the self-effort walk. So what you have is Peter now has an amazing choice to make. He goes, wow, this is the way I've been doing life. Are you not sick of striving? Are you not tired of manipulating? Are you just not tired of hoping something's going to come? I've got a, this, is, this is God's word to you. The reason you are tuning in is because God's coming into your life. God's coming into your living room, into your car, into your business, into your body, into your finances. Because God says, you've been living like this. You've been living by the sweat of your brow. Everything has been fighting you. That's why you're frustrated. Listen to me carefully. That is the reason some of us are so frustrated. That's why we're so wearied out with people. Because everything is hard. It's hard. Uh, if you've ever been with somebody that's going through a huge circumstance that is against him and he's working on his self-effort, you hear this, it is so hard. I've heard people say, Ted, it's so hard being a Christian. It is just so hard. But God says to Peter, what did I do? This is how faith works. It is the obedience to God's word. 
God says, everything around you says your nets are empty, Peter. But what I want you to do, I want you to go and do what you did before, but at my word. And all of a sudden, things change. See, Peter, he left the life of toil. He left the life where all of a sudden, everything changed. See, what happened after this event? You know what happened? was this. This is amazing. Peter is going, wow, wow. And and, and he makes this call. He goes, Jesus, look, look, I'm not worthy. I am not worthy for you to come unto me. I'm not worthy to be a disciple. And God just swipes that clean and says, Peter, from now on, from now on, you're going to catch fish. Instead of catching fish, you're going to catch men. He says, Peter, now become my disciple. See, the moment, now listen to me carefully. The moment Jesus said to Peter, Peter, come and follow me. Do you realize what he was saying? He says, Peter, come and watch how the faith life works. That's why we call faith life church, faith life church, because this is the way we do church. This is the way we do life. So what he says to Peter, Peter, I want you to live the thorns, the thistles, the sweat, the exhaustion, all of that, and I want you to come and follow me. Do you realize that for three and a half years, Peter didn't have to go and catch fish to make money? Peter kept his family going, kept his wife going, kept his kids going, kept his business going. Everything happened. It is because Peter left one. Instead of being isolated from the power of God, he went through to the power of God and he started to walk. He started to talk. He, could, he, he laid hands on the sick and they were healed. Amazing thing happened to Peter's life. It is what, what happened to him was he left one sphere into the faith sphere, and everything changed. So what's the spirit of isolation? When he says to Peter, Peter, this is what Satan wants to do. Satan wants to isolate you to bring you back to what you were. Listen to me very carefully. He says, Peter, you've been walking by faith for three and a half years. Peter, I have taught you And you are going to teach others to do what you do. So Peter, this is how you do it. Peter, have you struggled in three and a half years? No. Have you ever been in need for three and a half years? No. Has your wife ever complained? Hey, we haven't got enough food. The kids can't pay the school bills. Hey, we haven't got the bus tickets. He goes, no. Why? Because you followed me and I am a man of faith. I do everything by faith. So all of a sudden, Peter is in a new realm and Satan goes, I can't stand this anymore. i got to stop Peter. How do I stop Peter? I need to isolate him from the source. I need to isolate his thinking. I need to isolate his reading. I need to isolate what he's listening to. I need to put a gap. I need to put something between him and Jesus because as long as Peter has faith in God, he is not going back into the curse. See, Satan's desire is for you to live in the curse, think in the curse, believe in the curse, have church in the curse. Everything is hard, it's hard, it's hard. Stop it today. Today is your day. I'm here to declare to you the good news of the kingdom, which is astonishing and outstanding news. 
They're just like Peter. You've toiled all night, but God, there's a better way. And what's the better way? It's to have faith in me, if you have faith in me. So what was, the, what was Satan's strategy? Satan's strategy is this. Peter, I'm, I want to isolate you from everything you've been taught for these three and a half years. I want to isolate you from the presence of Jesus because when I can, if I can isolate you, I can touch you. If I can isolate you, I can steal from you. If I can isolate you, I can depress you. If I can isolate you, I can totally and utterly downgrade all of your dreams, all of your hopes, all of your aspirations. So he's it. So what are we going to do today? What are we going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We are going to stand in faith. We're going to stand up and I go, I am not going to be isolated. So what does that mean for you? It means this, that you are, you've got to stop having isolation thoughts. Now, these are the isolation thoughts. I don't think it's going to happen to me. That is an isolation thought. I, that works for that person but doesn't work for me. That's an isolation thought. Anything, listen to me carefully now. Anything. Anything, any thought, any imagination that separates you from having faith in God is of the devil. It was the devil that, re, that introduced all the hardship, not Jesus. So today, what we need to do is we are going to stop the spirit of isolation robbing us. We're going to rise up. We are going to declare. We're going to shout. We're going to encourage each other. And I'm going, I am not going back. I am not going back. I refuse that to for everything to isolate me from having faith in God. No thought, no imagination, no book, whatever it might be, doesn't really matter because I refuse to be isolated. And here's the beauty. And because God prayed for Peter, and Peter took God at his word like he did. So what was this? Peter knew this. Is how did I go from toil to increase, I obeyed the word of God. And here's Peter. He's fallen. He's down. He's, he led Jesus down. But what the word of the Lord still kept coming to Peter in the midst that he was crushed, in the midst that he blew it, in the midst that he goes, man, I've let down the, the source. I've let down the one that really loves me. The word of the Lord still kept on coming to him. And he rose up and he says, I dare to believe. I dare to call God, God. I am no longer what I used to be. I am now a child of the living God. I used to live in toil. I used to live on myself, Evan, but now, because I am a believer, I am now going to move in the power of faith that God has given me. Today, what's isolated you? Listen, it's not COVID-19. It's all of this spiritual thinking that tells you, I'm not forgiven, I'm not this, I'm not this, I'm not this. Church, today, let's rise up. 
Let's remove the spirit of isolation from our houses, from our thinking. Any thought that doesn't line up with the Word of God, get rid of it. It doesn't matter what it is, we, you just start to remove it because the Spirit of the Lord doesn't anoint you for hardship. The Spirit of the Lord anoints you for increase. So today, I declare over you, I declare over your family, I declare over your finance. I declare over all your relationships. I declare of all over your ideas that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to declare this word to you. And this is the word of God. You will increase. You will not decrease. You will not go down. You will go up. You are not going to be sick, but you're going to be in health. Your sickness is going to be turned into absolute health. Your weariness will be turned into strength. Your lack will be turned into prosperity. Your depression will be turned into joy and laughter because the Spirit of the Lord is here. And all Peter had to do to move from one into the other, what I saw Isolated him from abundance was obeying the word of God. And let's today obey the word of God. And the best way to obey the word of God is to declare who Jesus is. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is my healer. Jesus is my provider. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is my security. Jesus is my redemption. Jesus is my favor. Jesus is everything that I need. I declare it. And when I declare it, the spirit of isolation can no longer exist. So today, what are you fighting? You're fighting a spirit that wants to take you back to striving. But today, this is the key. This is the word of God for you today. It stops today. I'm going to pray. And I believe that this anointing on this word is going to come into you and everything is going to change because of today. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. You're an amazing God. And Father, in the name of Jesus, this spirit of isolation that is isolating us from your thinking, that is isolating us from the Word of God, that is isolating us into just having a cheap, thrilled gospel. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, we command this spirit of isolation to leave every single person. That, Father, that we can think like you think. That we can speak like you speak. That we can believe like you believe. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I declare and decree over your life that you have moved from the spirit of the curse of trying, self-effort, sweat of the brow, into the rest faith of God, and now you are living by the faith of God. Today, everything changes because I've stepped from one into the other in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Rise up and declare it today. Today is going to be the best day of your life. Hey, if you listen to me and you haven't heard this before, you're saying, wow, this is, this is unusual. Is this how much God loves me? Is this the power? Is this the gospel? Yes, it is. The Bible says this, if you believe in God, if you believe that He died for you, and that He rose again for you, that took all away your sin, that He has forgiven you, if you receive that and you believe that in your heart, you too shall be saved. You will go from the curse into the blessing. And this is all you've got to do, is just pray this prayer after me. Father, I thank you that you sent Jesus to live for me. He died for me. He rose again for me. And he had forgiven me all of my sin, healed me of all of my diseases. I right now, on the basis of your word, I declare him my Lord and my Savior. I 
believe. I put my faith in Him, in the finished work of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, if you've, if you've prayed that, you've believed in your heart, you know something has changed. Just as I'm coming up, there's going to be on your screen, you can be, get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you, love to pray for you. you know, um, and if you're there, if God's touched you, send us an email, whatever it takes. But let's keep spreading the gospel. Hey, today, our joy has been is to preach the gospel to you and see you blessed, recovered, and living a prosperous, amazing life that glorifies God. Hey, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. And I so look forward to seeing you next week.